Hey guys, it's 2 a.m. and we've got some thoughts. Let's dive in. We've got Chrissy and Adriana. Friend of the pod, Julia. And this is Ray. <laughs> yeah, so if those intros absolutely disgusted you, please keep listening to hear our stance on baby voices. In today's episode, we will kick it off with Are You Not Entertained? And we're going to be reviewing the Emmys that just happened this past Sunday. Then we'll move on to Fuego or No Go, where we'll talk about pet names, followed by Ray leaving a review on baby voices. And then we'll end with Storytime with Viona, where the single friends of the pod today, Julia and host Adriana, will be talking about their poor dating experiences. <laughs> off with are you not entertained are you not entertained chrissy and i are going to talk about the emmys that just happened a couple days ago and how wild it was in 2020 so jimmy kimmel hosted the show and at first chrissy and i were really confused because it seemed like he was talking in front of a live audience but nobody was wearing a mask so i thought this can't be real and at some point, Jimmy Kimmel was shown in the audience as he's roasting a bunch of people. <laughs> they ended up revealing that Jimmy Kimmel was actually in front of no one, and they were actually splicing in footage from previous award shows, which was really funny. Yeah, and that joke kind of set the tone for the rest of the award show. <laughs> they just kept making fun of how ridiculous it is that nothing is the same, and you have to kind of pivot the way you do things that you're used to doing. So it was really funny, and I feel like they did a really good job with it honestly yeah they had a lot of people with masks people taking out your temperature or giving you that test through your nose where it touches your brain <laughs> and at one point jimmy uses lysol to clean off the envelope <laughs> it was so outrageous yeah. but it was really funny because it was so outrageous mm -hmm. and honestly i feel like all we need right now is a good laugh yeah because it sucks let's be real here yeah. it sucks so it was kind of nice making fun of it in addition to the funny nature of the award show i feel like there were also a lot of heartwarming aspects of it for example, they allowed some essential workers to actually present some of the awards. So I thought that was really cool, yeah. and it made me really happy to have them be in the spotlight. Yeah, that was really sweet and cool to acknowledge the essential workers during this crazy pandemic. So that was a really good touch on ABC's part, for mm -hmm. sure. So now we're going to get into some of the awards that were being tossed out. So Shit's Creek swept... <laughs> In terms of comedy, they won, I think, every award in terms of Best Actor, Supporting Actor, Best Actress, Supporting mm. Actress, which is wild. And I don't know if that's been a thing ever, but they won so many awards in a row that Chrissy and I kind of got bored a little bit because we've never seen it. Not to knock the show at all. I mean, I'm sure it's deserving of the award. And yeah. I think that's really awesome that they're getting recognized after Netflix kind of blew them up. But it was more so just the format of the way they announced the awards because it was literally for the whole first hour, it was just Schitt's Creek that won every single award. 
So I just kind of wish that they spaced it out a little bit better. Yeah. Because then you wouldn't feel as over it, I guess. Good for them, though. And it's definitely a good show, obviously. So we probably will check that out mm-hmm. sometime soon. I just want to say shout out to my two queens on Dead to Me. <laughs> Judy, hello, aka Velma from Scooby-Doo, I feel like was kind of robbed. And then also on top of that, Christina Applegate's character, Jen. They did such a good job that mm-hmm. I am kind of bummed out that they didn't win because you don't really see often dramas that focus primarily on two female characters. So I was bummed that they didn't win anything. And I also thought Ozark was going to win. Not that I've seen that show, but everybody talked about it so much that I I was surprised it didn't win and that succession dominated all of the drama awards. Yeah, I definitely thought that Ozark was going to win more too because I think they only won one award. Jason Bateman is the GOAT. <laughs> so I'm honestly surprised he didn't win. But in general, HBO Max kind of swept the whole award show. Yeah. They won the most awards. My favorite one that they took home was Zendaya won, oh, yeah. which is so exciting. I saw this stat. And she's the youngest person to ever win an Emmy. And she's the second black woman to win that specific role for best actress, I think, in a drama. Mm-hmm. I'm super proud of her. We both really like Euphoria. Yeah. And I honestly didn't think she was going to win at all. I didn't think she had a chance because she was running against Jen Aniston, Sandra Oh, Jodie Comer, like these very famous actresses. It was a really nice big moment for her. And I think she really deserved that. If you guys haven't seen Euphoria, she is so good in that show. I really got lost in that character for her. I didn't think I was looking at Zendaya anymore. Yeah, definitely not a Disney star no more. Mm-hmm. She plays a drug addict, so she really ramps up her acting skills, and her reaction of winning was just very sweet and wholesome. Mm-hmm. So to wrap this up, none of our shows won anything <laughs> except for Zendaya and Euphoria, but it was still really fun to watch and a lot more entertaining than most award shows, I would say, just because it was so ridiculous and funny and, like Chrissy said, heartwarming. So we were overall very pleased. I feel like ABC really knocked out of the park with this one. It'll be probably a good example for what's to come. Moving on to Fuego. Or No Go. This week, we're going to be talking about pet names. So I think I'll kick it off by just saying, I think in general, if you use pet names in your relationship, there's nothing wrong with it. However, I think that there's definitely limits to this where certain pet names can get kind of annoying and then other ones are more okay. And so for me, pet names don't bother me if it's the generic babe here and there or whatever, but I just don't like if it's a super intimate pet name. That tends to really bother me because then I feel uncomfy and... (laughs) It just goes back to our segment a couple weeks ago where we talked about PDA couples. So it's the concept of it being so intimate that I feel like it should be private. I'm a strong believer in anything you decide to do behind closed doors, go for it. It's your life, whatever. But I think when there's other people around and there's a chance of making somebody else uncomfortable, that's when I have a bit of an issue with it. Yeah, I agree. And I'm going to preface this by saying I was definitely one of those babe couples back in the day. And I, you know, four years sober... (laughs) I'm gonna say it right now guys don't do it I regret it 
I definitely was that. It's annoying. And you don't realize it until you hear other people do it. Yeah, to mm-hmm. me, whenever I hear babe, I kind of have like an immediate association with that episode of The Office with the yes. dinner party. Because <laughs> yes. Michael and Jan the entire time were like, what is it, babe? Like, oh, can I help you, babe? Oh, no, you tell them, babe. So does everybody here have the issue with the pet name babe or no? Because I actually don't have an issue with it, even though I don't personally use it. Just because it is so common, so I feel like I can't be mad about yeah, it. Yeah, I guess it like small doses I would allow it what if they call you witch (laughs) call me demon I don't okay wow that's the pet name you want Adriana Ray do you guys have issues with the pet name babe no I like the word babe because I find it funny that everybody uses that generic word and it's kind of like a like an iphone ringtone like when one goes oh, off like wow. everyone turns around they're like is it my phone it's so true <laughs> am i so the babe true. <laughs> no you're right it's like calling for your mom in a grocery store everybody turns. turns around <laughs> that's so true for me i actually don't think babe is controversial i think it's the easiest one to use but I agree, if you overuse it, it's really annoying for the people around mm. you. Well, spiraling off of that, what about baby? I know no. there's some issues with this. Get out. No. <laughs> no. No. Cancel it. I think baby is fine behind closed doors, but I had this horrible experience with one of my friends a couple months ago where she answered the phone and she was like, hey, baby. And I actually wanted to die. To me, that one definitely sounds more intimate. So I, I don't think I'm on board for baby. I don't even think no. behind closed doors I could stomach say <laughs> Okay, that. well, to be fair, I think <laughs> you don't like any pen names closed doors. Yeah. It'd be okay if we called you like baby witch or... <laughs> Baby, oh baby my devil. god! <laughs> baby, baby, no. baby demon? No! All of them, they sound like, oh, I hate I, all of those. I think specifically though why baby should be an intimate one used behind closed doors is because being compared to the literal baby, like a fetus, <laughs> is really kind of cringy because yeah. it's it's a child. It's, yeah. it's a little weird. Yeah, my face right now looks like <laughs> I'm about to throw up because it's because I am <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> So it's not my favorite, but there are other ones that I hate more. I really hate the honeys and the sweethearts. Mm. I feel like it's an older person's term and it's supposed to be endearing, but for some reason it just rubs me the wrong way. So you feel like it's kind of demeaning. I think it is demeaning because being called sweetheart or like honey weirds me out. It feels like you're making me little and I just don't like it. Yeah, and I feel like those terms have kind of taken on like a sassy undertone, you know, like conversation. You'd be like, oh, honey, no. It's interesting you guys say that because I've never thought about it that way. I don't have problems with those because I just think that they're so old school and have been used for so long that I don't see anything wrong with it. Like, my parents call each other hun and honey. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I definitely see the point you guys are making. What do you guys think about the word boo? Should I start calling Ray that to you guys? Oh (laughs) my god, yeah. Make you guys uncomfy. Yeah, just be like, oh, no, I'm sorry, I can't. My boo and I have to go to dinner. I would... Scream. Be like, my dad, you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Just say his name. Father? (laughs) Father? I've referred to people as booze who aren't my boyfriend. So I've used that before. Because it's just easier to be like, oh yeah, my boo, my thing. I don't know. <laughs> side piece. Side piece. <laughs> I side piece sounds demeaning. So it's like, what are you when you're not a boyfriend and you're a little bit more significant than someone you're kind of seeing? Yeah. I just used my boo. Yeah, that's why I feel like boo has more of a lighthearted tone yeah. to it. Yeah, that well, one's cute. Well, speaking of lighthearted, what do you guys think about people that use joke pet names? You know, like kind of more ironic and as satire. My work friend <laughs> calls her boyfriend baby girl and he calls her baby girl. So it's actually really funny when she's like, 
like, oh yeah, me and my baby girl, and is referring to a significant other, and I think that's adorable. That's cute. Yeah, but... I'll give points there for just the... Creativity? Yeah, creativity points. Yeah. I think that in general, if it's a customized pet name, I feel like I'm okay with that, especially if it is funny to use in front of people, but... I think when it becomes intimate, that's my issue. Like, I don't want to hear you calling your significant other in front of me like, Hey, boo-boo, or little honey bunches of oats, or like Ooh. peanut butter. Oh, but there's people no. who are like that. No. So, like, when it, <laughs> yeah. So, so when it's... Yeah. So, this is what it is. I think when it sounds like baby talk, baby which voice. we will talk about in Rayleigh's reviews later, I think that that's when it's more of an issue because then it's like, oh, God, I shouldn't be here. This is definitely yeah. very intimate. That's You're using point. your different yeah. voice. That's true. It's, it the, was. it's the delivery of yeah. the pet name and sometimes. I, I think that's why, though, because when people say baby, mm -hmm. they make it sound like a child, that's which fair. makes it worse. Yeah. yeah, no, I hate that. It's definitely <laughs> the delivery, because if somebody yeah. ironically was like, hey, baby... No, it's still no. gross. No, but still it's gross. Still Never gross. mind. I'm, I'm gonna go with it's still gross. That it sounded aggressive though. I would be kind of scared if someone was like, "Hey, baby." I was trying. Over here. I was trying really hard to not make it like a baby voice. Because that's what it feels like. Listen, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like whoa. Never mind. Abort. Hey, baby's canceled. <laughs> baby is actually officially canceled. It's gross, no matter how you say it. That's, that's the tea from this week's podcast. <laughs> Moving on to Rayleigh's reviews, this week Ray is going to be reviewing baby voices. So on the special segment, I'm actually switching it up and it's not going to be Rayleigh's reviews, it's going to be Rayleigh's rules for baby voices. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I am going to state some of my rules that I think everybody should follow. So first of all, for baby voices, I hate it because we're not babies anymore. Like nobody <laughs> should be speaking in that tone. And that's why rule number one is if you're over the age of three years old, you should not use baby voices anymore. Especially you four-year-olds. Like you're not a baby anymore. You can walk and you can talk. Wow. So stop using baby voices. However... When you become a grandparent or when you get to the age of 87 and a half, you are allowed to use baby voices. Anything should be legal for you at that point. <laughs> baby voices, murders, like anything should be, should be, you made it to 87 and a half. What comes first, grandparent status or 87 and a half? It's like a car, Julie. Like, it's either you become a grandparent or you hit 87, whatever comes first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. So we mentioned this earlier in Fuego or No Go, but when to use baby voices is during private moments. So that's the most recommended time to use baby voices when you're with your significant other. Feel free to go crazy. Like, whatever <laughs> names you have. Bay, cutie pie, if you're a beekeeper, honey, I don't know, whatever it is, like, go go for it. But when you're in public, you should not use your baby voice. And I want to share this story about how this one time I was at this mall, and I'm just minding my own business, and I hear this, this mom talking, and she was like, hey, baby, what do you want to eat? And I turn around and look at this mom, and she was talking to her husband. <laughs> it was so awkward. Another appropriate time to use a baby voice is when you are at the bar and you don't want a guy to hit on you. 
by all means, like, use a baby voice. Like, this is the biggest, like, cock block. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, every guy, when you talk to a girl that uses a baby voice in a bar, they're going to be like, dude, this girl is weird. Where was this advice the past five years of my life? Julie, you use your baby voice. I'm assuming that's why you don't have any boyfriends. <laughs> yep. Wow. So a good time to use a baby voice is when you have cute pets. If I ever have a dog, I would say, hey, Thunderchunks, you know, with all the roles that they have. Oh, my God. That's what we're naming it? Thunderchunks. Thunderchunks. Jeez. Wow. Fuck this out. But but what about Julia's baby voice? Yeah, so let's get to that. Oh. (laughs) For a very inappropriate time to use it is when Julia talks about her cat. (laughs) Oh. Oh. That's really fine. You did not. My child. Do it for them. Gordo? Say it. Stand by your Gordo. Like how you yeah. use my baby voice I use for Gordo? Yeah. yeah. Gordo? Good you, baby. Yeah, I stand by that too. Get rid of it. Yeah, see, and and actually this whole Ray Leaves Rules was actually just for Julia. Oh. <laughs> All right. This is, a, this is an intervention for you, basically. <laughs> Julia, we don't like it when you use your baby voice. I can talk to my cat how I want so when I say, my little gordito crunch, that's fine. <laughs> Please stop. Do that in private. That's what we say and on the I podcast. Do, but you know what? I'm going to stand by my man on that nickname. In conclusion, do not do it around friends. Do it in your privacy because baby voices are not entertaining. It's a no-go. And I don't stand by it. And now moving on to story time with Weona. And this week, the uh, single people of the podcast, Julia and I, are going to be talking about our really fun, slightly alarming dating stories uh, in LA. Mm -hmm. So we're really excited about this. We've been waiting (laughs) for the chance to speak on all of the amazing gentlemen you can find in LA. Uh, Part of that list includes influencers, actors, self-starters, entrepreneurs, and maybe the occasional fitness trainer or two. Um, But the only thing that really matters is if you're six foot tall, apparently, and if you list out your different astrology signs, you know, just to make sure that you guys are compatible and whatnot. I mean, these are things I want to know. (laughs) <laughs> like right out the gate yeah also as somebody who's five foot nine the whole six foot tall if it's important it is <laughs> it's it important is. for tall girls um so those are just the types of things that you encounter either on dating sites or just people in general so i would like to kick this off with a lovely story about how i dated an aspiring actor this actor and I met actually at Ray's birthday party and Ray actually singled him out from the crowd (laughs) so I partially blame Ray for this one and he was very cute so I was excited to go out with him and I'm gonna be honest the first day it went well we kind of hit it off we talked about things that I usually don't talk to guys about on the first date and then things got weird a couple dates later he takes me to sushi stop it's really bad sushi that's like five dollars and whatnot and that day in itself should have been enough for me to be like I'm good but what really did it for me was actually diving into his acting career and his friends that are also aspiring actors after this date he took me to hang out with his friends they like to have small intimate parties and 
share with each other the specific things that they're struggling with. I found out that he lived in a small apartment with three bedrooms and there were eight guys that lived in there. And that's not even the worst part. So the worst part is <laughs> each room, two people shared the room, but there were two people that didn't get a room. <laughs> so one person had to sleep on the couch and the other person slept on a yoga mat. Yeah, that keeps me up at night. I mean, <laughs> that could not be comfortable. Imagine and paying rent to sleep I on know. a yoga mat. The worst part was, after everybody shared their very personal stories that I definitely didn't feel like I needed to be there for, they asked me what my personal struggle was currently. <laughs> I was like, uh, I, I don't know what to say. I love my job. I have a good income. I don't sleep on a yoga mat. So I had nothing to contribute to that conversation. And yeah, we never went out again <laughs> right after that. So Damn. I mean, how could you? He acted like a starving actor. So that going for <laughs> wow, he nailed that role. <laughs> he did. Jeez. So another story I have is after one of my long-term relationships ended, I decided to try online dating. I went to the Broad in downtown LA. It's like this art museum if you haven't heard of it. This person was so strange. We would go up to paintings and he would start whispering to himself. <laughs> And I'd say, I'm sorry, what, what, what did you say? And he was just like, oh, no, no, never mind. And would move on to another painting without me, like just leave. I would go up to him and try to make conversation again. And he would start whispering to himself. And I literally thought I would perhaps get murdered. So I ended up telling him that I forgot I had a birthday party to go to. <laughs> and I have to go. And he silently, I, I think he whispered something to himself as I said it. And I was like, I can't even stick around for this anymore. I gotta go. Julia has been trying dating in COVID. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> all right, well, cool. I'm um, home all the time. So let's try to give my suitors a chance. <laughs> I haven't given them many chances because they don't deserve them. But um, <laughs> one chance that it gave, like, I don't know, conversation went fine. He's like, oh, we should FaceTime. And I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe. I'm like, I guess, yeah, that's what people are doing. And I was like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be so mean. Mm -hmm. This conversation lasted for like over two hours. It got to a point where I was like, no, I, I literally, I have to leave. And he's like, why are you going to bed? Like, <laughs> Whoa. No. It's <laughs> like, I, I just, there are other things I want to do with my time. <laughs> this has been an ex absolutely acceptable amount of time, quote unquote, had yeah. you met up with somebody elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, he 100%. also took a weird turn in the conversation to be like, anyways, um, what are you looking for? It takes a sharp <laughs> turn into, well, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me on this app. Whoa. <laughs> after, that's a big statement. After less than 24 hours of matching. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. I was just like, oh finally got off the phone and then he double texted and I was like I can't answer this right now I'm gonna have to deal with this tomorrow yeah triple texted throughout the night then again in the morning oh no text me he's like hey I just I love talking to you you're just so cool and I just I don't know I hope it doesn't freak you out but I really really like you and I'm just like <laughs> it does I blocked went to bed the next morning i wake up i was looking at who looked at my stories because you know research yeah he had a second instagram that he was using to watch my stories like i'm sure he was well-intentioned but like a little eager stalker yeah he seems like a stalker he needs to immediately settle down yeah wrapping this up with a truly alarming story 
I want to talk about this one guy that I went on a date with in LA, a couple of dates actually, with this 32-year-old who was very controlling. The first date was fine. It was the second date we went on that was really bad. Before I go into that, I want to preface this that the first date we went on, he asked me when was the last time I've been on a date. (laughs) And I was in this phase where I was trying to go on a lot more dates and give guys chances because I also don't do that like Julia. And (laughs) I had gone on a date the night before (laughs) and I started laughing and he asked me why I was laughing. And I told him that I had been on a date last night, and he just was so upset by that. Like, it brought the whole mood down. Moving forward to the second date we went on, we met up, and one of the first things he asked me was, when's the last time you went on a date? And it actually was the last time I went on a date was with him. So I said that, and he was like, okay, good. And I don't even think I asked him, but he was like, yeah, well, I went out with someone a week ago. I was like... Cool. Did I ask? I didn't ask, but sick. I already didn't like that. I thought that was red flag central. So anyways, the night progresses and he asked me in all seriousness uh, what my five-year plan is. And granted, he's 32, so he was like, okay, well, I want a wife and kids. I think I was 22 (laughs) at the time. And I told him, okay, well, that's not going to happen with me. (laughs) Even if it's someone I am so insanely in love with, I have goals and a plan. And that definitely isn't in the five-year plan. And he was like, it's okay. We'll we'll figure it out. And I was like, whoa. He also kept checking in with me during the date, being like, are you having a good time? (laughs) I'm like, no, mm, ask me one more time. I'm going to freak out. It just got to the point where he asked me one more time, like, are you having a good time, love? I literally snapped at this guy. I was like, I'm so over this. No, I'm not having a good time because you keep asking me, am I having a good time? It's really annoying me. And he had to sit down with me and like figure out where things went wrong on this date. And mind you, I had already texted Chrissy and Ray and had been like, please pick me up. I need to leave. He wouldn't let me leave the bar that we were at. He wanted to talk through our feelings and he was like, we had such a great day and like things were going so well earlier. Like what happened? I'm like, um, yeah, everything about you is really scary and tense <laughs> and I'm just not ready for it. I think you need to find someone who's older and like more willing to like have these conversations with you because I am just, I'm not vibing right now with you. I don't feel like we're on the same page. So I eventually was like, my friends are outside. I gotta go. They came to pick me up. And he got so mad. He was like, your friends are outside? You called your friends? And I was like, yeah, I told you I'm not having a good time. And he looked so angry. I can't even tell you guys. I've never been scared of anyone before. And I just, it was terrifying. So I ran out of there real fast. So to wrap this up, there are so many types of people that you can find in LA. You get your influencers, actors, YouTubers, essentially anything that's not a 9 to 5. So what I've learned is always ask if they have a 9 to 5 and immediately block all the crazy texters. Oh, block left and right. That's my motto. Mm-hmm. Hey, Sugar Lips. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Can't wait to see you again next week on, I don't know what the heck we're going to talk about, but just quit while you're ahead. (laughs) But if you're still here, babe C, thanks for listening.
See ya. Oh. Oh.